Uh, yeah, we've kind of experimented with like Christmas traditions. Uh, we don't really have one. Like I know that some people they do the. We always open up pajamas on Christmas Eve, or we open up one gift, or something like that. We have just kind of shifted around. Uh, we don't really have like a tradition. Got it. Mm-hmm. How about yourself? Um. So growing up. Uh, when I first was young, we would always open a present from my grandparents on uh, Christmas Eve. Um, but then, uh, you know, uh, I only had grandmas growing up, so I didn't have grandpas. And one kind of just stopped doing it because she got old and the other one kind of passed away. And so stopped doing that. But then um, we had, growing up with eight siblings, stockings. And it was the youngest went first, uh, and then all of us. And we had kind of a tradition of uh, the youngest plays like a Santa, gives a present to everyone, everyone opens it up, and then you go older. Mm-hmm. And, and that gotcha. kind of stopped. <laughs> and now that we're older, yeah. we kind of choose two siblings to get presents for. And we call one the main gift, and the other one the gift of the heart, or as others call it, the gift of lesser money. Um, (laughs) I like that name. And then um, now with Sylvia, her tradition is that they open presents uh, midnight on Christmas or or Christmas Eve midnight. Um, uh, And and so we've done that. Um, and, And one thing that I think I'm going to do with, or I'd like to do potentially with Bryce is um, my parents, they always did it with another couple. They made Christmas. That way you wouldn't have, it doesn't have to be Christmas, but turtles. So you have like pecans and then you like, you mm-hmm. have a bunch of melted chocolate and you, you pour a dab on it and then you put them out in the yeah. cold, let them get hard. And then you put a dab of caramel on it. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, caramel goes first. And then the chocolate. Yeah. Uh, and I would just eat those way too much as a kid, but I love them. I mean, um, they sound great. I would also want like a pretzel in, involved in there, but all of it sounds delicious. Yeah, I see you kind of want some like saltiness. I get that. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, it's, it's about that crunch and then that smoothness of the chocolate and then that chew of the caramel. Oh yeah, I I dig the flavor combination of the turtle. Like I mean, all of that sounds delicious. Uh, I recently I went to a fancy restaurant with some friends. We were just uh, doing our monthly uh, bougie food group, and we went to this place, the Porcupine Grill in uh, like Little Cottonwood Canyon, I think it is. Mm-hmm. And. If you can go over there for dessert sometime, highly recommend it. It was like nine bucks for a gigantic slice of cheesecake that you can share with a with another person. It what was, was it? a salted. What was that? What's the name again? Uh, the Porcupine Grill. Porcupine Grill. Okay. Yeah. yeah uh, you, so you had really, me at giant cheesecake. My my wife oh, loves that. Delicious, oh. and it was like a salted caramel cheesecake with a pretzel crust. Ooh, that that sounds wonderful. Though I will say this: my wife, she does not like caramel that much. 
Um, I'm sure you can get it without. Like they have <laughs> other desserts. I'm sure you could have them substitute it for chocolate or something else. But it was decadent and delicious, and I, um, I I couldn't even finish it. I had to put it in a box and save it for the next day, and I still mm-hmm. didn't finish it in that second sitting. I had to like I had to eat it in three sittings because it was just so big. Oh, nice. Delicious. Recommend it. I'm I'm down. I'm game for it. Yeah. So um, your your idea with the uh put, with um with the turtles is it just mm-hmm. that you make turtles and you give them to them or you you just you, uh, or or you like my, make my, them with they, them? You you did it with a couple, so I'm like, oh, okay. I'll just find a partner and you can join us too. You know, the more the merrier. Um, gotcha. Always don't get catfished. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> so let's let's jump into the podcast. Hawk talk. Hawk talk. Bottom. Yeah. Hawk talk. Bottom. Hawk talk. Bottom. Boo. 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 Hawk talk. Bottom. Hawk talk. Bottom. Boo. 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 Hawk talk. Bottom. Okay. So for our few listeners this is a newer one so there could be spoilers because it's pretty fresh on apple plus but we are doing ray and raymond um, i think it's actually raymond and ray raymond and ray um and uh we're going to talk about how much we love hawk in this movie so we're not going to get a whole lot of details of uh um what it's about or spoiler alerts but uh, just a general synopsis, and you can find that on Apple Plus, is half brothers. Uh, their father dies, and they are asked to go and dig his own grave. And they just uh, kind of get into it as brothers and, and uh, find some more bonding moments as well. Yeah, I mean, both of them are emotionally... What's the best way? Unresolved with their with their dad, and mm-hmm. so both of them they are kind of begrudgingly doing this at first to, uh, while they're forced to, to dig their dad's grave. But I think it helps to bring certain issues kind of to the forefront, things that they hadn't really addressed before, and in in essence, it's kind of cathartic for them to finally have these these moments where they finally say like, yeah, this is, this is what dad did to to me. And just first off, I would say, go watch it. We're not going to talk on, um, why can I not think of his name? Owen, um, Ewan McGregor, <laughs> Ewan McGregor. I wanted to say Obi-Wan Kenobi, um, Ian McGregor's, uh, role. And, uh, but he does a great job. Um, and yeah. uh, I'll, mm-hmm. that's all I'll say, you know, um, and, but let's get into it. Let, let's start with, uh, should we, do you want to start with the worst scene or your favorite scene? Um, let's start, let's start with the worst scene. Like we, we normally do. What is, okay. what is Ethan Hawke's worst scene of the movie? And I'll let you jump into we, that. Yeah. I, I think that his worst scene um, is really just the the scene where he is 
kind of emotionally unavailable for uh she, I can't even remember her name, but the nurse woman who yes. who shows up. And he <laughs> is hanging out with her. She's like doing some really nice things for him and he just like kind of throws it all away and he just like mm-hmm. it, it endangers that relationship, just like ruins it all in, in one big slap in her face and he's like, I'm not your pet project. Mm-hmm. I, 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 that was probably second on my list uh, for mm-hmm. worse. Uh, for me, I think it was any scene in a car just because it was mm. that screen in the back and you can just tell yes. them actually driving. And that just, uh, I mean, like it's 2022, guys. Come on. In a, a better looking scene. I mean, like, even if it was still green screen, it, that was just so like, 90 that's bad. true that's true <laughs> like it, it was not quite like as obvious as like when you're watching you know like an old alfred hitchcock movie or something and they're driving and you're like they're not even like they're like about to drive into a crowd of people or whatever like they didn't green screen it very well they didn't even like get it on the road and you're just like what the f are they doing like so this one was better but there was like this uncanny valley to that for sure where it's just like obviously you're not in a car <laughs> And so uh, that's what it just like, no matter what he was saying, just like, I can't, I can't focus on this at all. (laughs) Even though there is some good moments in the um, car, it's just like that, that just threw off. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay. Let's, I want you to, I want you to jump into what, what is his best scene then? Um, I would say, I feel like there was a tie for this. It would be um, his when the nurse is telling him what his father listened to. I felt mm-hmm. like his reaction of just like shock and awe and then freaking out that he needed to get that phone to really find out was great. And then his trumpet playing. And I, this is the second time he's played a trumpet. Am I correct on that? Uh, I don't know. What, what is his first? Because uh, uh, I was Googling this, and I, I don't remember it, but um, when I Googled, does he know how to play a trumpet player? And it said for Chet Baker, I think, of Boyhood. Okay. Uh, I don't remember him playing a trumpet in Boyhood. Must have been like a, just a short segment or something, because I don't remember that either. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking for maybe where his character is. Based off of his like facial movements while he is like playing the trumpet, normally trumpet players like really puff out their cheeks a lot more, and he wasn't doing that kind of stuff. And no. It wasn't for that. It was for a movie called Born to be Blue. Oh, Born to be Blue. Okay. Um, but even though his facial expression didn't really match what was like actually coming out, I did think that he portrayed it pretty well. And I would I want I want you to, to say first like which trumpet sequence that you're thinking of for I best. think uh right um you know at the grave. At the grave. I, okay. 
I felt like the second time wasn't needed as much. I understand that uh, um, the nurse took him to a blues cafe and then let him play again. Um, mm-hmm. But I didn't feel like I, I felt like that was the high of us hearing him at the, the grave site. And that's all we needed. Uh, but I think the part of what the nurse was trying to do is help him get back into playing with the blues. Because he had kind of we, we learned that from the start that he he supposedly sold his trumpet, which he didn't, but he wasn't playing much anymore. Yeah, his dad took away his trumpet, and uh, he thought that maybe it had been pawned. He had checked a bunch of the pawn shops, is what he had, what he mentioned. Um, and I actually, I do think that the tr- uh, the trumpet playing at the gravesite was very impactful. But I actually thought that the second sequence where he's playing in the in the jazz club was even more cathartic. Like you could just see that he had this like pain that he was letting go and that he had let some of it go. He was honorable enough to like play it at his his dad's funeral, but that here he was like getting out some pain that he had. Like I, I previously felt like I, I with that one, it didn't it didn't show much. That's what I'm saying. Is that the, the gravesite showed like the full song. It just the, the one mm. at the blues club. It just showed like a few notes before it cut to I I finished. Thank you for taking me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he he was in this movie called Born to Be Blue, where he plays a jazz legend. And yeah, that article said he he learned enough to be able to play a few of the songs that he had to for that movie. That's impressive. So so I I could say, I would believe that he played that. Um, And maybe they tuned it a little for the movie, but I would believe that he um, played at the, uh, uh, in, at the funeral. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm curious if he uh, if he actually did it or not. Then, like his his uh, finger movements looked pretty good, but I could be I could be wrong. All right, is now uh, the part where we jump into oh, Hawk's so job? Was was your was your the ca- cathartic one? Was that your favorite? Sorry. Yeah. Did... Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. I I thought him playing at the jazz club was was my favorite segment. Yes, yes, okay. And, uh, yeah, um, let's go with, uh, was his job realistic? Was he realistically a um, widower, basically jobless, but a trumpet player? The trumpet thing just had me, like, kind of on, I don't know, there was, like, something off with, like, everything about him and the fact that he was like a trumpet player that that just like didn't sit with me i mean i i thought that he was definitely playing a former former addict a widower and like a jobless dude perfectly perfectly great but to think of him as like this former straight a student who played jazz trumpet 
that just Ewan didn't was the, uh straight a student no it was it was uh, uh i was pretty sure that it was raymond in that it was ethan that's why he was mad is that he was doing good but he always showed uh always showed so, disapproval to him no matter what he was just like yeah. oh i couldn't do you couldn't do anything right or blah blah but that does make more sense of what his father wrote to him. Yeah, where he calls him, like, you were the golden boy, like, I, I didn't know how to, like, help you out. Yeah. And, you know, I, I could still see that he could have had a good life, but from his, the death of his wife, um... That he uh, just kind of, you know, went to crap. Yeah, in the past five years, and heroin addict. Yeah, with the with the heroin, like he definitely could have just let everything fall apart, and that now he just doesn't have some of the uh, the same things that he's used to anymore. Oh, I do have a game for you. Okay, go ahead. Uh, All right. So this is a uh, an anagram game. Do you know what an anagram is? It's where you mix up the letters and letters. it spells something else. Okay, I'm really so, bad at anagrams, but go for it. We are gonna we're gonna try this with just just a few. Okay, I guess hopefully because I have my phone, I can kind of write out. Maybe I can figure that out. <laughs> maybe uh, we're not gonna spend too long on it. Um, so for each one, I've got three anagrams of Ethan Hawke movies. Okay, so I will read you the the anagram, and you have to tell me what the what the movie is. Okay, we'll we'll start off with the very. This one should be probably the easiest. Act a tag. Act a tag. Mm-hmm. Um. Gattaca. Yep. There you go. Got it. Okay. Second one. This one's a little bit tougher. Still pretty, uh, pretty doable, I think. Um, yeah, there are two different versions that I can use. So either get her up or hug Peter. I have to like think of his movies. Get her up. I'm not looking at IMDb. For, uh, get her up. Or hug Peter. You can do either one. Get her up. Hug Peter. You want to say the... Oh, the purge. No. Yep. There you go. Boom. I was like, I knew it was the something. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Last one for you. Acts. A-C-T-S. Episode. A-C-T-S. Okay. Like act, like acting X, like I'm not saying the word uh-huh. X, like chopping an X, X, episode toyed. Um, I'm just gonna go right with my first thought, and I was hoping this is gonna be done. Dead Poet Society. Ding ding ding! You did great. You did great. You got all of them. I didn't want to go with anything uh, too obscure. 
<laughs> yeah, I was actually looking at his IMDb list, and I'm like, man, we're going to end up doing this one called Adopt a Highway. I had never heard of this before. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, uh, I, I saw the trailer for that one, and I actually do kind of want to watch that one eventually. I'm all for it. But then I also noticed one, and this will be an interesting, maybe we'll have to do a uh, hawk talk on like kind of like uh, if he had done minor appearances or TV. I I know you, I think you've said that uh, you've seen the original, but this is like the American remake called The Guilty with um, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal as a dispatcher, right? Yeah. But mm-hmm. uh, Ethan Hawke is a voice. Oh, I didn't know that. That's awesome. Yeah. Sergeant Bill Miller. I was like, oh, but it just says voice. So that means he doesn't appear. So we have to figure out what's the best, what's the worst of his probably one small line that he has to say to him. I mean, we're we're going to like compare that one against where he's uh, playing the Batmobile in the uh, in that upcoming oh, yeah, see, Batman he, show. Which I, I have seen the the... First oh, you've seen the pilot? Yeah, I saw the first episode of Bat Wheels, yes. Also, he's okay. like... Tell me uh, tell me about Bat Wheels. Is, does Batman fuse with a car, or is it just... No, 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 no. It, it like a Knight Rider situation? Yeah, they kind of give sentience to the Batmobile. Okay, interesting. And so, is Batman in there and separate from... Yes. Oh, interesting. Okay. And I think uh, it's um, the new Karate Kid. Uh, Sholo is uh, the Batmobile. No, no, no. It's uh, Hawk, <laughs> which is interesting. It plays Hawk. Uh, okay. Uh, Jacob Bertrand. Gotcha. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, uh, I I'm down to watch it. We can we can do an episode about that about the yeah. just the first episode. All right. Did you say that you have a game as well? Well, I was just going to do a draft, I feel like, but I'm trying to think of oh. what we should draft. Um, you know what? Let's draft. Uh, uh, everyone's always interested in streaming. Okay. So um, you draft the streaming services? Yes. Okay. You want to start with me or you? It's up to you. Uh, I'll let you choose. You can go first or you can choose second. Right. Uh, I'll go uh, first on this draft. And I'm going to go with HBO Max. Nice. It's a good solid choice. I'm I'm going with Prime. I think Prime is... has got some uh, strong TV originals um mm-hmm. movies they're all right uh I, I haven't seen any like major hitters on movies but they are strong in the tv stream yeah i mean like yeah. sneaky pete was a great show um trying to think of that other one goliath was a really good one with the billy bob Thornton. Jack ryan and jack reacher uh yeah, of course, we're both missing out on a Maz- marvelous Ms. Maisel. Like that's a great show in there. I need to watch. Uh, I need to watch that. 
um, the the latest yeah. season or two seasons. I don't, yeah, I don't, I mean, the the latest season is like kind of a not not necessarily a riveting television anymore. I'm just like, eh, okay, whatever. All right, so uh, you picked the Amazon well, Prime. What what's your second pick? Oh yeah. Oh no. When it's just two of us, it's just back and forth. No, no. We I think we still got to do the uh, the ladder because otherwise, like, I'm always getting okay. the kind of benefited uh, here. You know what? I'm gonna go with Apple Plus. Uh, well, you're going with Apple TV, huh? Apple TV. I think they take time to put something out, but they mean it when they do. Like they're not mm. putting tons of stuff out there, but I mean Severance, that just home run um, on that show, and they've got some good solid movies as we just watched, uh, mm-hmm. and so I think they are going to I think produce more, and I think that they should stay at this pace. I don't think that they should try to. I mean, maybe if they ramp up a little bit, but not like netflix or yeah they shouldn't rush to get quantity like quality really matters um mm. i mean it's funny you bring up netflix i netflix definitely has tanked in the past couple of years but i'm still gonna take them for my number two slot you know i still think they're solid i, I really do i still think even though stranger things takes a whole year or more they're still mm. gonna put out a quality Show and then they'll put out shows that I think no one saw coming and people like. Like uh, right now, I came across this show called Recruit with uh, Nathan Centurino, I think is his name. Uh, Some people call him like the internet's boyfriend uh, because he had done a lot of uh, um, rom coms when he started off younger, but now he's playing more of an adult role. Mm -hmm. And he is this like lawyer for the CIA. Um, uh, but, uh, it, it's action packed and it's got a little comedy in it. Um, too. And so, yeah, I'm enjoying it. I'm only three episodes in, but I think they throw in these actual good shows sometimes. Yeah. And I mean, Netflix has been like the spot for like stand up comedy and some other, a uh, couple other things. So they do have. I do think Netflix has a lot more quantity than they do quality, but they're the quality of certain things. I don't need it to be for every single thing, but for the things that I watch, it's it's still pretty much there. I mean, I just mm-hmm. watched uh, the latest season of Karate Kid, and every freaking season they just like keep me jazzed and like, all right, bring bring me back in. Cobra Kai, I mean, uh, but yes. <laughs> Can't hit a minor. Don't worry, Mr. LaRusso. I got this. Okay. Stingray. I can just go on about it. <laughs> Stingray is great. Um, okay, you have you seen that? that? Have you seen a Clint Eastwood movie, uh, Richard Jewell, with the guy who I plays a... I do. You gotta, I you gotta watch that. It will make him kind of a different. Put Stingray yeah, in a different light for you. I know that he'll be like a bad, creepy person. But no, no, I he's not agree. creepy or bad. He's he he's just a totally different person in it. Yeah. Uh, um. Okay. For my number three pick, I'm gonna go with Hulu. I wanted that. I wanted Hulu because yeah, 
like Apple Plus, they are starting to do some Hulu originals that are great because, uh, and this will be my third, is Disney. Disney owns them, but they own Fox. And I think they let Fox still do some of its own. It's not like they cleared out house and then put in their own people. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. And so yeah, Disney it, still tries to keep them a little bit separate just so that people will want to subscribe to two of them. Mm-hmm. And well, I mean, also it's that they want Disney to be family friendly. And so this is their like, um, at least for America, this is their PG 13 rated R section. Yeah. For the most part, although Disney plus did recently add Logan and uh, Deadpool. That's true. That is true. But I mean, besides Marvel properties, they're not going to uh, put that. I mean, they've said they wanted to keep it pretty PG-13, so I, mm-hmm. I don't see so, them I don't know why they didn't put the PG-13 version of uh, Deadpool 2 on Disney+. Plus. I've always wanted to watch that, the one with uh, where it's like right, Princess with- Bride. Right, and they do that every time that there's like some blood splatter scene or something. Mm-hmm. Um, my brother has the actual DVD version of it, which that leads <laughs> me to my number four. I'm gonna go with Voodoo. I know it's not a, like I. I mean, I guess you can use maybe they're free with ads, but yeah, as a streaming to buy, um, some of the movies you don't have, great, great place. Yeah, I, I like Voodoo in uh, a couple aspects. Like, it may not have Amazon Prime's like little Prime TV thing where a lot, you know, you you pause the screen and it tells you what song is playing or who, which actors are on screen. But that, that's another thing I love about Prime because yeah. uh, I kept pausing uh, Netflix when I was watching that recruit show. I'm like, who's that actress? Who is she? I know, but I can't. Yeah, you can't, like, <laughs> I don't understand why everybody else isn't like jumping on board and doing something with like, I, I get why Amazon oh, prime, yeah. like they own IMDb, but just have other people on screen. Just, mm-hmm. just say like, Oh yeah, these are the people who are on screen. They don't have to link it to IMDb or anything else, but you know, that would be a great feature, but I do feel like voodoo is pretty good. It has some, uh, has some elements that I that I do like about its interface. When okay. you do buy movies, you can also get like commentaries and extra features where you don't always yeah. get them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Voodoo has that, and Voodoo also even has like, um, they have some like editing service, so you can watch certain things without some stuff. I've I've mm. heard. I haven't tested it out myself. I'm usually against. Uh, movies being edited but that's a great feature for for some people who really want that kind of stuff they want to show a rated r movie that has just a scene or two that they're just like ah i just don't want them seeing this Mm -hmm. okay you're four and five okay um i know that you have only used my uh my criterion channel subscription like once or twice to watch watch a movie Mm -hmm. here and there like francis ha um, I knew that you weren't going to pick that one right away. I'm going to pick that one now. Because for me, great service has some of the best content that I I, I think it has. Honestly, the best. I think best it's completely respectable. Movies. You know, 
It's a great choice if you love or you want the artsy films. And yeah. sometimes you're in need of one. Sometimes you need, like, I want to feel like this is more than just blockbuster or whatever. I, I need uh, something real to show me. Yeah, there are, there are, they do have a couple movies that I'm like, eh, this is kind of schlocky or whatever, or I'm not really digging it. But for the most part, it's like some really high quality stuff. It has like the best commentaries of, like, you can watch a commentary on every movie in there. And it's amazing. Nice. Um, okay. They are limited though. They don't really, it's not like Netflix or Amazon or some other, these other ones where you can switch to other languages. They preserve, hey, this movie was in, in Japanese. That's the only version we have. We don't have some dubbed version for you to listen in English or anything like that. Okay, last one. Hmm. This is where it gets this is where it gets a little bit tougher. Um Does YouTube count? No. Oh, I don't see why not. I mean okay. there's YouTube Prime, but I, I can see it's a streaming for um uh, you know, I, I'm not sure that it should count. Like it I mean it's mostly uploaded content. I will go with Paramount Plus. I didn't use it very much, mm. but I do like you it know, a little bit more than I, like Peacock or something else. You know, I wanted Paramount Plus. That would have been my number five purely because CBS does some good shows, uh, mm. and that's where they put their content. Right. Uh, and so uh, that, that was my was going to be my number five. But, um, you know, and also for the fact that uh, um, probably that's where uh, Mission Impossible will go because Top Gun is going there too. Mm. Well, that leaves me with, um, yes, there is Peacock. And that isn't the, the finest. Um, I guess, you know, uh, it's that or I, I don't know Tubi at all. Um, Tubi's great but, just because everything is free. It's just with ads. Mm -hmm. But I, I will say uh, the one thing on Peacock I noticed uh, recently is that it has the um, DreamWorks animated films. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, that's and And that's those are solid. You know, mm -hmm. we got Shrek, we got Kung Fu Panda, we got How to Train Your Dragon. Um, and so, uh, and then if you're like everyone else and you want to watch The Office for the hundredth time, you got that. Uh, you got The Office, plus you have like all the commentary on The Office. That's true. That's true, too. That I know. It uh, was a good list. Okay. Well, there you guys have it. Uh, those who listen, feel free to. Uh, um, oh, I don't know where wait, to comment. Wait, wait. We are. We're not quite done. Oh, I was, but I'm we, just gonna we, say, somehow comment who had the better streaming, 
So uh, just to bring it down or uh, summarize, I had Prime, Apple Plus, uh, Voodoo, and and Disney, and Peacock. Peacock. And for myself, I had it. I didn't go into Disney, but everyone Mm -hmm. loves Disney. You know, you got the Star Wars, the Marvel, the the animated. Yeah, Yeah, and uh, Disney Plus uh, definitely brought some strong game this year. I I know a lot of people were pretty divided with the uh with She-Hulk. I know you really liked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I couldn't get through the uh the first episode. I was too annoyed by it. But <laughs> they brought it with like other shows Andor. I know everybody's lauding that one. So Star Wars is back on the menu again. Um, oh, Andor was yeah, phenomenal. Uh, is yeah. their best Star Wars since I mean, along yeah. uh, Last Jedi, I would say. I mean, they brought it with a uh, from what I hear, the uh, Werewolf by Night or something mm-hmm. movie, and then uh, the, Chip the and Dale Rescue Rangers. I didn't care for that. I know a lot of people did, but I didn't. Oh, the Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, thing. Yep, that was good. Yeah. And, and then you had that's where that's where you get Simpsons. Okay, for me, I had HBO Max, Netflix, Hulu, Criterion Channel, and Paramount Plus. All solid choices. Okay, what do you, yeah. what else we got on the menu? Okay, which that is a great movie, The Menu. If you you still need to see that, don't you? Yeah, I do. I do still need to see that. Um, some people have told me eh, you can you can wait and watch it at home. It's not going to really affect it too much. So. I would I would say that that is true, um, but I think you definitely need to go see it because I think it, it, it's it's oh yeah I, I think I'm gonna list. I think I'm gonna red box it as soon as it becomes available. It's just one that I'm like yeah it's I didn't have like enough people who were telling me to go see it and whatnot so I'm just like okay well I'll I'll chill out on it I'll come I'll come back and see it uh, later on, mm-hmm. um, but. One of the things we did not yet mention about um, about Ethan the movie today, Ethan Hawke. We're going to talk about Hawk Talk Bottom. Oh Does, yes, his bottom. How is Ethan Hawke's ass in Raymond and Ray? Um, you know, I was hoping for a little more. We almost got it with uh, Ian McGregor, though. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we almost saw Ewan's full-on Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, <laughs> His Schwartz. Um, but I, I actually thought that they like really emphasized his gut in this movie, you, uh, mm-hmm. Ethan's gut, and maybe they, maybe they toned down his, they nerfed his butt or something, or maybe he just didn't have one in this movie. He, he looked flatter than a pancake. It looked kind of like a divot inward. It looked, it looked like there was no butt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, it didn't, it didn't get, do him any justice, but they kept saying that he's hot and every girl wanted to sleep with him that met him. That's true. I mean, he's got he's got a roguish face, and he's got that long hair. He's a he's a rebel. He does have that yeah bad boy look. All right. Um, 
any other things that you like have you have you been watching anything else that you want to talk about briefly um you know i said with prime uh there's they've got a few rom-coms lately um just saw something from tiffany's and christmas at mine place or yours um and uh uh, the Christmas at my place or yours, I think it was better than something at Tiffany's. I think it had more calm than Rom. Um, <laughs> uh, with Asabat Butterfield. I'm trying to think of anything else that I saw recently. Um, and it looks like they put up another Christmas one called About Fate with, um, what's her face? Um, tell me here. Uh, Emma Roberts. I always like her. Okay. So, so aside from uh, yeah, aside from watching Raymond and Ray recently, I also watched the Beastie Boys story that's on on Apple TV Plus. So it's kind of like a TED Talk type thing, documentary style, just going over the Beastie Boys story, um, basically mm-hmm. from the, their start all the way through till uh, Hello Nasty. So they're missing a couple albums in there. And they then just kind of jump to Adam Yauch's death, his untimely death about 10 years ago. Mm. So great, great movie. It kind of added like a lot of, like I, I grew up listening to a fair amount of their music on the radio and stuff, but I didn't really know too much about how they got started and, and whatnot. It was, it was really kind of fascinating. I saw Avatar. No, no spoilers. Mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead. Uh-huh. Oh, what what channel was that on the Beastie Boys again? Apple, Apple TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I want to see that because yeah, I to be honest, I didn't really get into Beastie Boys until I'd probably say college. Um, I probably mm-hmm. should have listened earlier, but I enjoy them quite a bit, and I feel like I would like to know a little bit more on them as well. So I'll have to check yeah, that out. They're they're pretty silly and interesting, and it's kind of crazy that they're first album came out before they were even 18 they had like three albums out by the time that they were 22 so just living a a crazy life they were they were doing a lot of fun stuff though it it really seemed like they were just great friends um i rewatched scrooged and this is the uh the one with bill murray and I remember watching it as a kid and thinking it was pretty cool and clever. And this time I just went through and I was like, nah, this isn't, this isn't for me. Uh, same with National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Yeah. I know that, I know people love it. There's just like some type of Sometimes upper middle class frustration or something to the whole like National Lampoon Vacation movies. And I'm just like, I just don't identify with this. Anyone got it. Um, and uh, uh, last one I want to bring up. Um, Emily the Criminal. It's on uh, Netflix. Okay. And it's... Is this it's Emily really... in Paris? She just becomes a thief? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody else said the exact same thing to me. Um, no, this is uh, Aubrey Plaza. And she is kind of a struggling person out in L.A. And she ends up falling into... Uh, falling into a life of crime to kind of help pay for some stuff. And she finds, finds love and relationships kind of within the crime world, but it ultimately is just kind of leaving her hollow. Mm -hmm. But um, 
I I think it's I think it's a pretty solid plot and idea. It does feel a little bit empty, and it's probably just budget limitations or something like that. But it was a pretty great story, I, one that I would recommend. Nice. Um. Yeah, I uh, I'll have to check that out. I've seen the preview for that. I like up a lot. So when yeah. you were talking about you watched and then you watched again. My wife and I watched recently Willow and mm-hmm. show. Um, and, you know, after watching it again, I really think it is, in my mind, a, a, a near-perfect film. Uh, you know, nowadays, I think the misogyny is a little um, over the board uh, in it. But mm-hmm. I, I love that it was like an original and just came up with these you know, kind of terms, and you got used to them of, like, they're, uh, not slang, what am, what am, but basically, you know, um, what is it, uh, idioms? A, kind of an idiom, but a, a negative term for a person, you know? Oh, um, they're slurs. Slurs, yeah, you know, like, calling Willow a peck. Um, <laughs> Or I guess he calls them a daikini. Uh, and I don't know if that's a slur or if that's what their, their like, type is. Um, even though they just, you know, they, they're a human to each other. But um, And it just comes up with original designs for, like, this dragon, these trolls, creatures. And I'm really hoping that the show kind of brings more of that, too. And they've done a little, but not as much as I feel like I wanted. Mm, okay. I'm still liking yeah, the show, I though. I haven't seen the movie in 20 years, maybe longer. Mm. So I, I do need to rewatch it. I do keep hearing people say it's great. And I do want to I do want to get into uh, this Willow TV show. It sounds mm. it sounds like a lot of fun. And I'm really glad Al that Kilmer is just a put- charismatic person, even if he's a complete a-hole. <laughs> Yeah. All right. I th- I think that 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 just about wraps up uh, another great episode of Hawk Talk. Yes. Uh, as for the next episode, we don't know what's gonna happen. If it'll be a movie that moved us or another Hawk Talk. Uh, you were talking about doing Glass Onion. Um. As right. Well. Yeah, Glass Onion for a uh, Hawk Talk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to see. Yep, for sure. Um, yeah, please. Uh, I'll put like a, a little poll on the. Uh, well, I'm gonna put like a poll on the streaming service um, for our like on uh, what is it Spotify, and uh, mm-hmm. ask people which they liked better the uh, my my poll or my draft or your draft, mm-hmm. and uh, I'll let us <laughs> we, know about and then that. You should also just say uh, which. Ethan Hawk movie they'd like us to to look into either too. Ooh, yeah, that's a great that's a great one. Yeah, so if you uh if you want to let us know what which movie we need to talk and explore of Ethan Hawke's next, let us know. Well, I guess right. it doesn't have to be a movie because we could do Moon Knight. Yeah, could be could be a good TV show. I do think uh I do know somebody who wants to talk about that one soon. Cool, cool. Great. All right. 
well, I think that about wraps it up. And I think um, next episode that we do will actually need to be probably a end of year wrap up, kind of go over like our favorite movies for the year, um, stuff like that. So be be prepared, um, Quince, and for everybody else, be be prepared with your own uh, thoughts and ideas. Okay. Those All right. Days. And uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Shout out to our, our listeners. And have a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. All, all that stuff. All right. Hawk Talk out. <laughs> Do you think that ending is like Lord of the Rings 3 where uh, it just keeps ending over and over? No, this is the ending. No, this is the ending. No.